it's Sandy and Cat. It's Magic 95.1. Kids Carpool Comedy. This is when we invite our junior listeners onto the show. Think of it as an open mic morning as you're driving into school. If you're uh, four, five, six ish, or all the way up to about 12 or 13, you call into our show at 260 467 9500 and you hit us with your cleanish kids' jokes. Think of it as like dad jokes, but, you know, it's better when kids do it. Kat, do you have a couple examples maybe sure, just to uh, sure. set the stage this morning? What does a cloud wear under his raincoat? What does a cloud wear under his raincoat? I don't know. Thunderwear. Thunderwear. There you go. Very good. Why can't Elsa from Frozen have a balloon? Uh, because she constantly lets it go. Let it go, let it go, yes. And what do you get a... <laughs> How do you get a squirrel to like you, Andy? Man, does this joke involve nuts? Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> you act like a nut. Okay. It's Andy and Kat. Let's get our junior listeners on here this morning. Andy and Kat, Kids Carpool Comedy. Hello, who's this? Charlie. Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Yes, the Charlie's squirrel back. Charlie. Yes. Charlie, remind listeners how old you are. I am 11 years old. All right, bring it, buddy. What do we got today? How do you know the difference between boy spaghetti and girl spaghetti? How do you know the difference between boy spaghetti and girl spaghetti? I don't know, Charlie. How? Meatballs. Meatballs! (laughs) Yes! Good job, Charlie. (laughs) That's right. Very good, buddy, man. I love it. I love it. So good. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. Who's this? Hi, I'm Brantley, and I'm nine years old. And what's your joke? Why did the chicken go to KFC? Why did the chicken mm. go to KFC? I don't know. To see a chicken strip. To see yeah, a, a chicken, chicken strip. strip. Good job. Yes. Good Very job. Very good. See there? Just the right amount of crudeness in that. <laughs> I like great. that. Very proud of that. Andy and Cat, Kids Carpool Comedy. Good morning. Who's this? Griffin. Griffin, how old are you, sir? Ten years old. Ten. Okay. Two hands. All right, bring it. I have a chemistry joke. Okay. But I don't think I'll get a reaction. There it is. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I like that one. Did a teacher teach you that? Where'd you get that joke? Um, I actually came up with it in my head. Oh, oh well, an I like original. that, buddy. Very strong. Thank you for the call. So that's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi, who's this? Carson. Car- Carson. 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 How old are you, Carson? Twelve. Twelve. What's your joke? Do trees poop? <laughs> Do trees poop? Do trees poop? I don't know, I Carson. No. no. No, I don't know. How, how else would we get number two pencils? How oh. old are so good today. I'm so happy. Nailed it, Carson. Oh, thank you, Carson. (laughs) Oh, that is classic. Uh, It's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi, who's this? Damien. And how old are you, Damien? Seven. Seven. What's your joke, buddy? Where'd the boat go when it got sick? Where did the boat go once it got sick? I don't know, Damien. Where'd it go? To the dock. To the the dock. dock. Cute. That's classic. That is so cute. That's nothing wrong with that very one there, cute. Damien. I like it. Uh, very good. Sandy and Kat, good morning. Hi, who's this? Kids Carpool Comedy. This is Avery. Avery, how old are you? Ten. Ten, what's your joke? Why did the girl bring toilet paper to the par- her party? Why did the girl 
bring toilet paper. <laughs> I think I know this To one. her party. Go ahead. Because she's a party pooper. She's a party pooper. <laughs> Why, it's so much funnier when you're I know, seven I know. and you're named Avery and you say that joke. It's just so much better than if you and I did that. It's Andy and Kat, Kids Carpool Comedy. Thank you to our junior listeners chiming in this morning, helping us out. Uh, hey, it's Andy and Kat. It's Magic 95.1. So this morning, I'm going through a lot of the materials we get sent here each and every day. And I have a question about nudity. Okay. And it's meant for, for women. So Hillary Duff. Does anybody remember like Hillary Duff? She used to be like a, I don't know, Nickelodeon Disney star yeah. or something rather. And, you know, uh, she's obviously grown up a mature woman now of like 32 or 30 something years old. And she's posing nude, but not naked naked, not playboy naked where you see everything, but She's not wearing any clothes and everything is like strategically, you know, covered. Like covered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just find it interesting that it's empowering for women to be nude when it's on women's magazines. All right. Like a women's health or like. Um... Yeah. So she is posing nude for women's health magazine. Okay. But yeah. if she posed nude for Maxim magazine. It's totally different. Is it yep. totally different or is it, it is the same bit. nudity? Mm. Is it the same nudity? Well, so posing nude, like, is a good thing if as long as you do it on a women's, like, if you were in, like, women's running world. Yep. Like, sometimes ESPN, the magazine, I don't even know if they still have that, but they used to do the body issue. Okay. And that was not, that was supposed to be their version of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, where they'd have all these athletes naked, but strategically shadowed. And, uh, well, here, anyway, I just find it interesting that sometimes nudity is provocative. Other times it is more of an art. It's powerful. Right? Yeah. It's all in how it's presented. However, I don't know if everybody perceives it that way. Here's a little bit of uh, Hillary Duff. I think that at 34, I have just gained a lot of respect for my body. It's taken me all the places I need to go. It's helped me build a beautiful family. I feel like the older I get, the more confident I get in in my own skin. And you want to revitalize your career. So here's my thing. Why doesn't nudity work the same for men? What if I just said, hey man, I, I'm having a midlife crisis. And you know what really would free me up? Nudity. Well, I mean, I think that I think that it can. It just depends on, you know, how many abs you have. What if you have no abs? What if you have no abs? You're just like, you know what? It's empowering for me mm -hmm. to be comfortable with me, who I am. Fort Wayne Business Weekly is going to go do a nude cover shoot with me with a strategically placed microphone and headphones uh -huh. and talk about the empowering nature it is to be a man. Yeah, I, I, I guess Why it is a double standard. You know it standard. doesn't, you know yeah, it doesn't it work if I did no, that. No, I, I, I would agree with you. Sadly, I mean, I would agree with you on that. It shouldn't be that way, but it kind of is. Oh. I finally feel comfortable in my own skin, and it took me 40 years. Is this a cry for someone to do a nude um, cover for you, Andy? I, yes. Yes, okay. it is. Okay. Yes, it is, Kat. That's what I thought. I thought it's about time that I get my body motivated. <laughs> body by Beckman. And, you know, the only way is I'm waiting for a publication here in town. Yep. To do an expose. <laughs> what is it like to be a middle-aged man with three kids balancing yep. it all? It's always women balancing it all. 
It's never men trying to find the balance of life. Yeah, you ever well, notice that? You're you're one of the you're kind of the unicorn. I mean, honestly, you're one of the only men that I know that really really juggle the home life and you do it very well by the way and I'm not just just saying that because you're sitting across from me I mean honestly sometimes I'm I'm in awe you come in in the morning and you tell me all the things that you've had to juggle with your three kids and your wife works very hard she has a very stressful job as do you and you do a lot with your kids in the afternoon I mean af- after sleep deprived yeah I'm a working dad yep father's days on the horizon I'm juggling it all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get nude. You're, I'm going to get nude. Get naked. I'm going to get naked. I'm going to celebrate my 40-year-old body. We need to do a photo shoot. We need to That's do a station it. That's what I'm photo saying. shoot. Yes. When in doubt, let it all hang out. That's right. Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1. Man, this is so ridiculous. Today is one of those made-up holiday days. Yeah. Today is National Eat What You Want Day. If you're looking for a reason to dig into your favorite foods, look no further. Today is National Eat What You Want Day. Eat it, eat it. Buffalo wings, cheeseburgers, pizza, pizza party. I'm taking you all out for tacos. Every day is taco day. Death by chocolate. Minnie Me loves chocolate. And I'll have a chocolate shake and a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that's drink it. <laughs> I'll have a chocolate shake and a scotch. Uh, eat what you want day. What is the trashiest food you can't resist? Mm. Here's some good ones. I usually say it's anything that you can get at a gas station. Right. Yeah. By the way. Corn pork, chips. Pork, I love corn pork, chips. Corn chips? Yeah, corn chips. What about pork rinds? Oh, I like a good pork oh. rind. Barbecue pork, pork rinds? I think pork rinds, man. Every you time don't I, like pork rinds? Every time I try them, I'm like, these are going to taste better than what they do, right? Nope. You must get just the plain ones. You no. know, you got to get a flavored one like, you know, barbecue. Yes. You know what feels like a trashy food to me is Slim Jims. Break it to Slim Jim. You ever gone to a gas station, man? I feel like it looks like beef jerky is non-existent. And they have the last supply of it on the planet. Yes. And it's like $48. Gosh, it is so expensive. 25 bucks for like a bag of beef jerky. You you're, want jerky while you're at a gas station, You're going to pay for it. You're going to have to know a guy, get your financing approved. It's crazy. Uh, here are some of the foods on Nationally What You Want Day that are considered the trashiest and sometimes most indulgent. Gas station hot dogs come in at number one on the list. I've never had a gas station hot dog. I don't know how long it's been sitting there. <laughs> I just, I can't. Has I can't anybody... put that in my mouth. <laughs> I can't. Hey, well, some people like, um, it's, sim- it's not at a gas station, but certain Home Depots uh-huh. used to sell hot dogs and people, Costco hot dogs. So people yes. love Costco hot dogs. The, people love the Costco hot dog. For a buck fifty, you can get a hot, hot dog dogs. and a drink. Yeah, and for a while during COVID, they weren't serving them. Nope. My people na- were going nuts. People- How about this? You know what I still like, but I don't get a chance? It falls into the hot dog category. Man, a good bologna sandwich is underrated. Now, wait. Are you I talking love about a good bologna cold sand- bologna or fried bologna? Man, both sound trashy, oh, man. man. Fried cold- bologna? I've Yum. never had fried bologna. You've and never had fried I've never, bologna? I've never oh, my taken gosh. it and said, so let me put that in the middle of a skillet and watch it work. It bubbles up? Oh, no, it's no. good, Andy. No, I've never done it. Oh, we'll do it. oh. 
cold we've got bologna to change your with life. cheese and mayonnaise? Mm. You like mayonnaise on your bologna? Yeah, I do. Not mustard? No. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Cheese bologna. Anybody, anybody like spam? No, I don't like spam. Spam with pineapple? Fried spam with pineapple? You could fry your bologna, but you won't fly, fry your spam? I don't know. No! Oh, I've spam. never had Come spam. On now. Do right. you even know what's in it? I mean, I Who know it's in know? bologna, but do you know what's in spam? Mm, I magic. don't. Magic. Uh, <laughs> Unicorn dust. Yeah. Fairies. <laughs> Uh, your favorite uh, indulgent food that might feel a little trashy. There you go. It's National Eat What You Want Day. Uh, mm. Spam is underrated. No, I've never had uh, had a family, family holiday? Uh, and we, like at Christmas and Thanksgiving, our family does ham loaf. Ew. Yeah, I can't baby. imagine that that's good. You know what else is kind of trashy and good? Sandwich spread. Oh. No, I want that bologna, mayonnaise, Ew. celery mixture. Ew. Oh, oh Andy. Now, you eat that for a week or two, and you'll pack up about 80 pounds. But, man, does it taste good. A little thing called magic trivia. Oh, boy. Here we go. You want to win something? Hooking up our listeners yeah. this morning with what? We pack? have two spicy chicken biscuits from Chick-fil-A. You spice up your morning routine with the new Chick-fil-A spicy chicken biscuit. I wonder if that's available for a limited time or if that's a permanent thing on their menu. Well, I mean, if you sell enough of them, you keep that thing on there full yeah. time, you know? So go out and buy them. Again. I'd like for my, uh, maybe my on-screen name to be Spicy Biscuits. <laughs> if I was a DJ in the clubs. In the clubs. That's right. That's right. If I, uh, back in the day, if I s- scratched <laughs> records at Pierre's here in town, they'd call me the Spicy Biscuit. All right. Here's the trivia question this morning. 20 years ago, every adult knew how to do this. Now, only about 75% of adults know how to do this. What is it? What am I talking about? 260-467-9500. 20 years ago, one more time, every adult knew how to do this. The number is decreasing each and every year. Now, only about 75% of grown adults know how to do this. Okay, here I wrote mine down. Is that right? Oh, that's a good guess. That's not the right answer, but I'm sure that number is actually less than 75%. Less than 75%. Drive a stick shift. How many people know how to drive a stick? I do. That's how I learned how to drive. I do not know how to drive a stick. You don't know how to drive a stick shift? No. Have you ever ever tried? I tried one time years ago. Preferred Auto lent me a car while Uh I was on the air. Uh The goal was, could I learn to drive a stick by the beginning of the radio show? Or by the end of the radio you know, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started at 6 a.m. and could I get it learned in three hours? And I could not. <laughs> the answer was no. No, at one point I had the police involved. Oh, oh this no, is, this Andy. This is true. The police Seriously. involved because I was stalled in the middle of the road with the car. I couldn't do something with the clutch. What? Somebody didn't go with you? Oh, yeah, but they this? couldn't get it either. Oh, they, oh they you didn't. really jacked it up. Yeah, thank you. Good grief. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, here I am. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi, it's Magic 95.1. You have the answer to the trivia question? I'm going to guess read a map. Read a map That's is a not right. Great guess yeah. this morning. Thank you. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi, 20 years ago, every adult knew how to do this. Now only 75% of us do. What is it? Is it write a check? It is right. Write a check. A check is exactly right. Who is this? It's Miranda. Miranda, how often do you write checks? 
I never write a check anymore, but I did learn how to do it in the third grade. Like, I vividly remember how to do that. Yeah. So I still, and I always did it for my dad growing up because he had awful penmanship. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how I learned how to do it mostly. <laughs> and you always do that thing where you draw the line all yeah, the way across. The so oh, nobody- absolutely, absolutely. Don't you let don't- anybody write anything else down there. That's right. Draw the line all the way. I don't want you to turn it into $100 million. Never. So I'm going to yeah, draw this. I don't have that. Yeah. You're exactly right. Miranda, I tell you what, behind the scenes, we're going to hook you up with some information. Kat's going to grab it so we can get you your spicy biscuits, okay? Awesome. Thank you so You're much. Very, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good Thank morning, you Miranda. for hanging out with us, Miranda. That's right. It's Andy and Kat. Thanks to our friends there at Chick-fil-A. Nowadays, only 75% of adults know how to write a check. 20 years ago, all of us did. Oh, man, I feel like I'm walking into a trap here. It's Andy and Kat. It's Magic 95.1. I mean, if there's any industry that gets ton of stats and studies, it's this one, man. Stuff comes across my desk. I don't even know if it's true, but let's buy into this for here in just a second. It has to do with, have you ever fallen in love while you're on vacation or traveling? Mm. Have you ever fallen in like or lust? There's a stat that says, look, man, international travelers who travel said that they have married someone they've met while traveling. 30% of us say they dated someone they've met on a plane. Oh, wow. Doesn't that, really? sound, doesn't that sound exotic? I mean, you don't even know that person really for the, uh, like the three hours that you're in. sitting next to him. I find that number to be high. On the average trip, travelers will make four new friends and gain 12 new followers on social <laughs> media. <laughs> Why is it I'm always like paired next to the the old snoring guy next to me who I know doesn't even have a social media account? You do, but you befriend all of the misfits of the world. I do. I know I, mean, I do. You you, gra- you gravitate to them. They're a beacon. I don't I mean, know you why. Just do. I just want to know you how their day is. You do. I want to make their lives a little more special. special. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying there's a reason why you haven't dated them. You're too busy going to the other people. <laughs> Asking uh, them how their, their day, day is. Yes. Uh, have you ever taken a solo vacation? Mm, myself, no. I have never been on a solo vacation. I hear 50% of travelers. 50? Who have said that they have taken a solo vacation have uh-huh. found it to be life-changing and soul-refreshing, end quote. Wow. Uh, tw- wow. 20% say it's easier to meet people, obviously, while you're traveling alone. Right. Some people do like trips through Europe, things like that, and they just go solo. Mm-hmm. And then obviously some people end up talking to you. Um, but there you go. I've, I've driven across the country twice solo, you know, and, by and myself. And was it therapeutic? Oh, my God. I mean, God. you'd like to be by yourself. That's kind well, of your nature. I'm at the stage of life. I mean, there were times when I was single. I mean, I was lonely. Right. And now I'm just at a stage of life where I'm just, you know... I'm bombarded by communication all the time. My kids want milk. My diaper changed. Somebody's always asking me for something. So I'm uh-huh. at the stage of life where, I, yes, I do want to be left alone. Okay. Uh, but, but I also have traveled by myself. Man, you spend about six days in a car with yourself. Uh-huh. Holy cow, do you start getting nuts. Like, you understand why people in prison go crazy. Right. You end up, like, I traveled. I remember bawling through Texas. 
I don't know. Some I was on my way home. I was uh, living in Los Angeles for a year. Uh-huh. I was driving back. I remember just crying throughout the entire state. And Texas is long. Right? <laughs> and, and it wasn't because of what you were listening uh, to. It was some just, of that. Some of that. You but were I just, just I reminiscing just felt, and thinking felt, about yeah. like feeling sorry for yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aww. Just like feeling like your life's a failure and you don't know where you're going and you don't know what you're supposed to be doing in life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a ton of that. Sometimes you got to hit, you know, bottom before you can bounce back yeah. and now look at you. Well, yeah, I bottomed out in El Paso. That's right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You want to bottom out. El Paso will make you do it.